Are you tired of paying hundreds of dollars or more every month for your family's health benefits? Would you pay as little as $10 a week to save more money on your health care visits? You'll save on dental care, chiropractic visits, telehealth visits, vision care, medical lab work, and much, much more. All of this for one low fee of around $40 a month for your entire family. AmeriPlan has been providing Americans with fantastic discount health plans for 30 years. Have access to a quarter of a million high-quality health providers. Even if you have health insurance, you need to have an AmeriPlan discount health plan. And again, for less than $40 a month, your entire family is covered. Best thing you can do is make a free call right now and learn about how our Platinum plan can help you with your health care needs for as low as $40 a month. 800-723-2391 800-723-2391 That's 800-723-2391 you guys, it's Rick Tittle. Alrighty then, what you got, what you get, it's another live edition of Titillating Sports, that's the new theme song, we'll start every show like that, no, I'm sorry, whenever you hear the French ambulance, it's a good way to to, uh, explain to someone the Doppler effect too, and not with weather, or Doppler radar is showing, but the Doppler effect when it comes to sound. You know, like a train goes by. But I always think the best way is just the European siren. That type of stuff. Uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. Get in and get heard. Keep the change, you filthy animal. I don't know what I'm saying. 1-800-878-PLAY. We got a really big shoe. We got a size 16 Shaquille O'Neal. Remember he used to wear L.A. gear? That was actually kind of a big brand there for a while. Yeah, I said it. L.A. gear. Anyway, we don't have Shaquille O'Neal. I had him last year. That's when he called me Pretty Ricky. Thanks a lot, Pretty Ricky. Yeah. Uh, But we do have, coming up after the break, Olympic silver medalist Raven Hulk Saunders. A huge figure also, uh, not just in um, United States shot put and world shot put, but the LGBTQ plus community as well. We have director Abid Khan for his new film, Granada Nights. We'll talk to Bob Herrig. Of course, he wrote a book about Phil Mickelson. We'll ask him about that in the U.S. Golf uh, Open Golf Preview. The lovely actress Joella Crichton will join us. Comedian Ben Palmer out of Atlanta, he'll join us. And comedian kickboxer, yeah, that's right, Anya Zolva in studio. She'll make me laugh, and then she'll kick me in the face. I'm looking forward to that, kind of. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. When you need your tech working its best, 
Staples has you covered. My PC has three speeds, slow, slower, and slowest. Staples has you covered during our free PC tune-up event, Saturday the 18th and Sunday the 19th. Bring your existing PC to any Staples store and we'll remove junk files, improve your startup and operating speeds, and optimize your device's performance with a one-year subscription for PC tune-up software. A $30 value free. Your tech solution is at Staples. In-store only, Windows devices only. Appointments encouraged by phone or in-store. Thanks, everyone, for baking your way here on this toasty morning. Are you all ready to jam? Excellent. Before we get rolling, let's start by hashing out everything Bagel will be discussing. Profit margins are okay, but they could maybe be butter. Sorry, I don't mean to waffle. Next quarter, it's all or muffin. Did you have a question, Sausage Patty? Um, my name's Patricia. When you can't take your mind off breakfast, it matters where you stay. Delicious breakfast available at our Hilton family of brands. Hilton, for the stay. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124-800-209-6124-800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome United States two-time Olympian and silver medalist Raven Saunders to the show, going to be competing on the 26th of this month. And uh, Raven, of course, very famously crossing her arms over her head. And uh, 
Raven, that, that meant a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And, and was your message just to all people who feel oppressed? Is, is that what it was? Uh, yes, it was a way to pretty much try to show and uh, unite us all pretty much. Um, because I feel like there's a lot of things, especially uh, based upon my platform, that I've gone through that, that so many people in the world have uh, struggled with. Um, so it was a way to pretty much show that, you know, someone that fighting a similar struggle uh, is, you know, there with them. What's it like when, you know, you're at Ole Miss and you are just the shot put king? I mean, uh, do you like that pressure? Everybody knows that you're the one to beat. Uh, yeah, it was it was always fun, um, especially when it came to that side. That was uh, those competition moments, especially championship moments. Uh, they were the ones I looked forward to the most, actually. Um, I love when the pressure was on. I love when, you know, the lights were on and the cameras were out there. Um, it's one of my favorite times. <laughs> so tell us what's going to be going on on the 26th now. Uh, the 26th is going down. I mean, you got all of the hitters coming out. Uh, thankfully, well, not well, thankfully we have uh, four spots also. So we're going to be pretty stacked in the women's shot put this year for World Championships. So. We're going to battle it out, get it going. Um, you know, the Hulk will be in full effect. We got a new grill out, so <laughs> ready to rock. Now, for you, you've been very outspoken about, you know, coming out very early and, of course, being teased for that as, you know, kids are cruel. They'll find anything different. What was that like for you uh, to deal with all that as a as a young person? Man, it was a battle from the start, uh, really up until all the way through high school, really. Um, not really feeling accepted. Um, you know, certain friends that I was really close with completely turned their back on me. I'm um, really trying to fight, uh, you know, with myself internally as to, like, who I wanted to be or who I wanted the world to see me as um, in that moment. But uh, as time went on and really growing into my own, especially through high school, thankfully. But um, really just learning that and finding people that supported and loved me uh, really helped me to get up out of that dark place with that. And I know it's hard too, coming from you know a uh, the South and and how Christian it is too, and it it becomes like a religious issue as well. I mean, it's just it hits you from all sides, doesn't it? Oh yeah, completely. I mean, I grew up in like the holy city of Charleston, South Carolina, and then I even went to school in Ole Miss, which was in you know the, uh, the Bible Belt. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just really a lot of things uh, continuously on the outside, but. What I really learned, especially through all of it, was just to be comfortable and learn to love myself internally. And, I mean, the people that would accept me would accept me, and those that wouldn't, hey, hey, you're lost. <laughs> you know, it's Pride Month, and, and out here in San Francisco, you know, my, my whole life we've had the, you know, the, the parade and everything, and it's, it's uh, there, there's always oppression wherever you go, but it's, of course, in San Francisco, it's, it's much more open. It just seems very normal to me, but there are other parts of the country where if there's, you know, a rainbow type of flag, I mean, that's just a, a it's a real shock. So how, how has it been for you just to see, well, let's call it a thawing out of the national, uh, you know, perspective on this. Now you see lots of advertising that is more inclusive. How has it changed just in your life and, and you're only in your 20s? Inclusion is definitely out there a lot more. Um, that's one thing I will say. Uh, just on, on the opposite end, it's just kind of frustrating. You still see a lot of uh, anti-gay uh, and homophobic, transphobic laws still being passed in today's day and age. Um, that's the only thing on the opposite side of, you know, having that representation in the media and 
you know, in stores and things like that. But uh, the right, all of that across the country is, uh, I think there's been like 241 uh, anti-gay or transphobic bills passed already this year. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine it's, I mean, it's it's just something like I didn't pick being straight, you know, it's just, we, we are right. what we are. Right. And I would hate to have somebody oppress me for that. Something I can't even, you know, it's not, it's not a choice. So what was that like just dealing with, with the loneliness when people were like, it seemed like everybody was sort of shunning you. Ah, uh, it was kind of difficult in the beginning, especially, but I ended up using pretty much my sport, um, at an early age to really guide me, um, through it all. Um, there was the one place that I can go and I could just, you know, disassociate really from a lot of the world um starting out with basketball and then that turning the track um to where i would just leave it all at the door um so that really became like my safe space for it so representing the united states at the olympics the opening ceremonies the the sweats everything that goes with it how how surreal was that and then to get up on the podium ah it was I mean, I prepped for it. I saw it happen like so many times over and over again. So it was something that for me, I was prepared for. It was just a matter of executing. Uh, but like when it actually happened, though, just the amount of joy that uh, overtook me, that was like the kind of like surprising side, just really being that open with um, that side of myself and vulnerable with that side of myself to the world as well. Um, but I felt like for, you know, the past year having being open about my depression journey, I feel like it would be, you know, it was nice to kind of show the opposite end of that of like, you know, when you make it up out of that and you keep fighting through, um, like, you know, just the happiness that you make it to on the other side. How about seeing the world, too? I mean, you think about Brazil and, and the U.K. and, and Japan, uh, you know, El Salvador. What, what's it like, you know, uh, to just all these doors opening for you because of your athletic prowess man it's a truly truly a blessing i mean i never would imagine being able to go to all of these places that i've gone especially without the sport um but it's really an eye-opener i mean one thing about me i love to learn about you know different places different cultures um when i go places i like to try and explore and you know japan was probably the one that i didn't get a chance to but I really like to get a chance to kind of explore to see, you know, firsthand experience, uh, you know, what, what the culture's like, what the city's like, um, how things operate. So just being able to do that really helped open up my mind to really uh, other people. I'm really expanding my thinking um, and really kept me from being super close-minded on a lot of things I feel like because learning to appreciate everyone all around the world. Yeah, you think about all you've been through. Now you're a Nike athlete, you're a medalist, as I mentioned, and then a role model. And I know a lot of times people, they don't want to be a role model or they're accidentally a, a role model. But how has that been for you? And then how do you use social media to get that message out? Oh, man, it's been a whirlwind. Uh, the one part that I do like about it is actually being able to help kids. Um, I've had, like, college, high school, and, you know, post-college athletes um messaging me, DMing me, and things like that, asking for advice, asking for help, um, or really just telling me how, you know, I've inspired them and really, like, reaching back out and being able to have uh, more of a reach. I feel like having more of an impact and uh, being able to go and do speaking engagements and seeing uh, the effect and the lasting effect of that has been, like, one of the greatest things that I find that's come from that whole entire thing, though. All right, last question for you. Your, your silver medal, is it – over the fireplace? Is it in a safety deposit box, or is it like in an underwear drawer? 
Nice, my book bag. Oh my gosh! All right, great stuff uh, from Raven Hulk Saunders. Check her out on Twitter. Give me one shot with the number one, and check her out at the uh, track championships coming out here, outdoor championships on the uh, the twenty uh, six. Hey, Raven, thanks for uh, yeah. all, thanks for all you do, and best of luck. Hey, thank you so much, and thank you everyone listening. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Sports Byline. Es wird nie was anderes geben. Diesem Land habe ich Treue geschworen. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad.
I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show filmmaker Abid Khan has a brand new movie called Granada Nights, and it is available for streaming on the 21st of this month on Amazon Prime, iTunes, and Apple TV. And uh, Abid, welcome to the show. This is your directorial debut. And um, what was it like to get the helm of this ship and do it all yourself? I'm sure it was exhilarating, but uh, also a little uh, nerve-wracking. Uh, firstly, thank you for bringing me on the show. Um, yeah, I, I guess it was, um, I'm at the tail end now, so I'm exhausted. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I think um, anything that you kind of make from the heart, it's it, it's it's a lot easier because um, you kind of know why you're doing it and it, it gives you that fuel to kind of keep going. So um, yeah, it was really exciting. It was great to work with so many amazing people and um, finally get it on screen. And this came from a personal story for you, and you you wrote the script. You went to Granada when you were um, a student and and living with the other international students. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's uh, uh, so many different ways you could make this story. What was it for you to put pen to paper to uh, get a screenplay for this? I think, you know, everyone knows how great the study abroad experience is, especially when you're young and you move to a different country and you're away from your parents and teachers and you can really, like, explore um, a different culture, a different place. But for me, it was it was the friendships I made with other people, um, mostly a lot of Americans, actually, um, in Spain, um, Scandinavians, Americans, free Koreans, people from Germany, all over Europe, all over the world. And I think it's those friendships. We were all in the same boat in a way. We we're all experiencing this new culture, this new way of life together. Uh, we were all foreigners together. And I think that's that, that bond um, is something that I wanted to really capture. And that was the essence, basically, of the movie. And you think about the history of that city, some 800 years it was Moorish. And out here in California, we have the Sierra Nevadas, we have the Alhambra, mm. but they, <laughs> those are the real ones, the original ones there. So what's it like when you're in Europe, you're in Spain, but you're also taken back to, you know, that Moorish time as well? Wow, yeah, it's it's pretty amazing, I think. This is a city that's surrounded by mountains as well. So there's a special kind of light that occurs there. But I think it's because those mountains have been protected for, for many years. I think, like you mentioned, it was 800 years under Moorish rule. And now if you walk down the streets, you can you can really feel the atmosphere. You can feel uh, the people are um, so kind of open and, and, and different. And you can walk down one street, it's very Spanish, with the Spanish architecture and music and food, and then you turn the corner and you're in Morocco. It's... Uh, a completely different place it's so rich in in these different cultures and often it was granada was seen as a gateway um to north africa and um kind of still remains a safe uh, safe kind of place to go, to go to really to experience a different culture yeah you think about the architecture too these mosques that were flipped into churches and i know you can still go up the hill from the plaza in the way you go to the what is the albizine it's the the arab quarter still to get a little bit more of that authenticity especially um, as I know that, uh, you know, uh, human figures cannot be depicted. So the amazing mosaics and the geometric architecture. Yeah, definitely. And the Alhambra Palace is just, it's stunning. It's, um, I took my um, cinematographer there and it's, it really is, um, it's, it's kind of a, a paradise. Uh, and I think that was the idea when they built the, 
the Alhambra, they wanted their paradise on earth and everything with geometry and water and lights, it's, um, it's a world heritage site. So it's one of the biggest, I think most popular sites in Spain. Now, how was the tapas when you were there? The tapas, yeah, the tapas are very good. <laughs> um, you know, in Granada, it's one of those few places where you buy a drink and you get free tapas with every drink. Wow! So it's um, it's a perfect place if you're an alcoholic. You can eat well in in Granada. <laughs> um, but amazing, amazing Andalusian food is just uh, it's just great. Now, of course, being a young student and you're abroad, as you say, um, romance. Uh, or potential romance can be around you as well. So how does that come into the story? I think, uh, it, well, it comes um, at the, would say the wrong time in a way, because he arrives in Spain to be with his girlfriend. He's studying abroad. Um, he, he has no interest in Spain, the protagonist. And um, Ben arrives and um, and he has a, a, a tragic breakup at the beginning of the film. And it's, is his kind of search for himself really in this city and um, this love that he's trying to find from other people or from uh, other things he, he doesn't really find and, and until he kind of finds it within his friends. And I think that journey of self-discovery is something um, can be quite romantic in a way in itself. What is it too with, I mean, you could have gone to Amsterdam or Dusseldorf or somewhere, but what is it about Granada that just changes the whole game with these relationships with your fellow students? I, you know, I think it's like, it's the way of life there. Um, a lot of people ask me this, this, this similar question. I've lived in lots of different countries and different places, but something about Granada in the sense that even in this history, it was that place where Judaism, Islam and Christianity lived in harmony and, and, people from different universities around the world would come and visit and share ideas and even the Lambra Palace was built on, on different architects were coming together with different cultures coming together and it's it's reflected now today with being one of the biggest destinations for study abroad students um, and also backpackers and gypsies and hippies and it's just got this real um, beach town kind of feel to the place without actually being on the beach um, and I think I mean like you mentioned the tapas sitting outside talking i think there's like real happiness you walk around that city and, and it's an ancient city and it's really magical but this is real feeling of connecting with humans and humanity in a way people are having fun they're on the streets and music the poetry the architecture the laughter it's like real um the, you could say a hot tub of, of humanity when casting for this film the uh, part of amelia went to Quintessa Swindell, who's a, an American actress and, of course, fabulously beautiful. You know, it's got that, that fantastic biracial look, which I think any culture could claim her uh, as, as her own, which works, those big eyes, but also um, such a talented uh, actress as well. Um, and uh, I, I think there's uh, big things coming for her, don't you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, she, uh, I, I would say that Quintessa is uh, non-binary now, so... Um... I have to, we have to refer to her as Day, but oh, uh, they're doing they're doing amazing. I mean, I, I remember when they um, did a self tape for me, and it was just stunning. It kind of it blew me out of the park. And uh, for someone who hasn't really done anything before, um, besides kind of activism and um, pushing that, I um, yeah, we 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 kind of took a t chance, and they were they were amazing. And then from that, going on to Euphoria and. and Netflix's trinkets, and then now in, in Black Adam later this year, playing a superhero is the the rise is phenomenal. Yeah, 
and yeah, uh, like, amazing, amazing person amazing amazing person really great fun just talented just a real uh joy to work with very cool and then casting the other students you wanted some locals but you also you know you need a french guy a swedish guy uh how did you like try to get that mix just right yeah i think you know i'm Part of me as a, as a filmmaker for my debut film, I didn't want to repeat other films in, in the sense that I saw a lot of films about young people abroad and it was made in a very, with a lens, a Western lens. And I wanted to make something that was very documentary in feeling. So it was important to, to mix docu- documentary and fiction. And part of that was using real students, real locations and uh, real events and wrapping like these actors around this narrative around these stories. So it was it was quite um, made sense to basically employ kind of uh, local students, but also local actors as well to to, to mix. And we did um, we did basically um, a casting call over there. And um, yeah, I mean, there's so much talent, you know, in in Spain, and it was great to kind of mix mix people from different countries together. Well, this has made uh, so many uh, awards at different film festivals, including cinematography. So uh, we get to see the beauty of Granada as well. The film is called Granada Nights and uh, and written and directed by our guest Abid Khan. And on June 21st, you can get it on all your streaming devices, uh, iTunes, uh, Apple, and Amazon Prime. I have Amazon Prime, so I can't wait to check this out. Abid, congratulations on the film, and uh, let's catch up on your next one. Thank you very much. All right, good stuff. Yeah, and, and uh, as, as someone who spent many, many hours over several summers in Europe when I was 18, 19, and 20, uh, and I had already been to Europe twice before that because I'm Little Lord Fauntleroy when I was 5 and 14. Um, but yeah, just staying in the hostels. I wish I had studied abroad, but I was a football player and a lacrosse player, and I didn't have time to study abroad because you got to go football practice, run that Oki 46. But, yeah, you meet a lot of people at the hostels from lots of different countries. Let's just say that. All right, well, come on back, and we'll got more sports talk. Right now I'm talking like this. Come on back. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Do you own a timeshare? 
Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you're ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800-824-5131. 800-824-5131. That's 800-824-5131. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. Tittle beats his servants. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. And uh, we're going to get a, a little bit longer segment today with AgainstTheNumber.com, which, by the way, is a very highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, being the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners they offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year specialist specific packages. Their prices are reasonable. Their tracking and distribution process is simple, and their results are real. Joining us to talk about the NBA Finals once again is our friend Noah Parker. And uh, Noah, I I said this would go seven. I said every home team would win a game, but yet we've had uh, a couple of road victories as well. Steve Kerr has already jinxed the game tomorrow by saying we're going to finish this in Boston, or do you think he's right? <laughs> well, I've been on a couple times the last few uh, weeks with you, and I, I've been ex- 
spot on. You know, it's it's rare sometimes, but I think I know what I'm talking about. I said they would split one and two, and then I said they would split three and four, um, and I said whoever would win game five would win the NBA Finals. So I can't really go off, you know, go back and say otherwise. I, even though I think the Celtics have slight chance, I mean, I said it already, whoever won game five would win it all. I think Golden State does win it, and I do think they win it in Boston in game six, not only because of the momentum, but because of how bad Steph Curry shot in game six, didn't hit a three for the first time in four years in any regular season of playoff game, and I just don't know how he has a game that bad in game six, especially in a closeout game, and doesn't finish the job. So I'm going with Golden State to close it out in six. Yeah, Curry, of course, 0 for 9, and uh, really got picked up by his teammates. And one thing we were wondering about Game 5 was whether we were going to get the Draymond Green we got in the first four games, and he stunk. He looked like he was all thumbs. It, it sometimes looked like he'd never played basketball in his life. They, the only thing he did wrong in Game 5 was he kept shooting threes, which the Celtics will let him take all day. I think you and I could probably shoot a three better than him, which is sad. Um, but the thing I saw in Dre was I saw 2015 Draymond Green, a guy who basically shut his mouth and played hard, and it was a joy to see instead of the guy who's smack-talking, getting in trouble, making a stupid pass, and that bode well that that Draymond Green showed up. 100%. Uh, not just that he was more of an enforcer. He was a type of like Robin Ben Wallace-type player, hustle plays, rebounds, assists, and putting up the, you know, getting the crowd into it. He was doing a lot more than just, you know, just talking and trying to argue with referees. And, you know, it did, it did look like the 2015 version of Draymond Green. And, uh, it, I mean, if you could have told me he would have had eight points, which was actually a half point higher than his, than his uh, in-game point total that you could wager on in some spots, in the first half, let alone almost the first quarter, I'd have been. I would have said there's no chance in hell. But he did put up those eight points. Didn't do anything else scoring wise the rest of the game. But set the tone um, for that first half, even though they did blow the lead. But you know, put put them in position to, you know, almost bury them in that game. And then they had a uh, you know the <clears throat> the successful fortitude to hold off that that giant run in the third quarter, which the Warriors usually do. They become a team more of a and in the last few games that they've become that third-quarter run team has turned into a fourth-quarter run team. Now, it helped that Boston Celtics have turned the ball over every other possession, seemingly, but um, it's been more of Golden State putting it to Boston and shows why, you know, they have that kind of, you know, we've been there before attitude, where Celtics have been there, just not in the finals. And you can see it in the youth and experience and Tatum, and especially in the half-court set. Yeah, it was weird. I think we were like six minutes in, and Tatum hadn't even taken a shot yet. But you also said that third quarter, they came out, the Warriors came out of the locker room sleepwalking. The Celtics actually took the lead after being down 16. But the key, as you mentioned, 18 turnovers. The Celtics couldn't get out of their own way, and they were ice cold. So, But we also know at the Celtics, as soon as they lose a game, they always win the next one. That's why I think this is going seven. But what do you think that uh, if you're a Doka, what are you telling your guys? <laughs> that trend did get bucked last game, though. They did lose game. Uh, they did lose game four and lost game five. So yep. that trend might be gone now. 
Uh, it's it's going to be hard for Udoka to rally the troops. I think at home it'll work. Game seven, anything can happen. But you know they got to get Tatum more involved offensively. He's been way too passive, in my opinion, especially for a guy that idolizes Kobe Bryant. You would think he'd take the ball. You know, it's just been hard because they don't have a true point guard on that team, and you know that's the style of play in, in today's game. But you can tell in the in the half court set, it's, Brown doesn't know what he's doing. Smart, especially you know, no pun intended with his name, but he's clueless out there when he tries to run point. You see Al Horford try to run run it up the court and then throw it away a couple times. It's like they don't have a guy with direction, and um, it almost would have helped to have a Terry Rozier or a Kemba Walker or something that that has ran point guard their whole life just to have some direction out there because that half court step they're not running and gunning or transition defense coming back on on offense quickly they don't know what to do in an offense they just look inexperienced and they look they don't look like a team that that's you know they got to this point and Tatum being a, a top five player in today's game all NBA first team looks like shell especially in clutch situations Couple more questions for Noah Parker from AgainstTheNumber.com. Away from the finals, yet another Westbrook rumor, this time a trade perhaps to the Pacers. Um, the Pacers were the lowest attended team in the NBA. You'll never see a Pacers jersey outside of Indianapolis. Um, they've never had an MVP on their team, not even a former uh, MVP. But we also know that Russell Westbrook is a uh, uh, he can't do what he used to do, and he's going to make forty-seven million dollars next season. Do you see that happening? Especially after we saw Darvin Ham saying, "Oh, Wes is going to sacrifice, and, or Russ is going to sacrifice, and he's going to be a big, uh, big help to the Lakers next year." Yeah, that's just a big question mark with Russell. I mean, we know he's 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 uh, dwindling down to the twilight of his career now. He's not the same guy. I, I don't. I don't know if Westbrook. I don't want to say he can't handle the bright lights because I mean he played at UCLA, he's an LA guy. But I almost think he plays better in smaller cities, like not just Oklahoma City. But he didn't have a bad year in Washington, and when the spotlight's not so bright, you know he he doesn't perform that bad. You know, playing with a LeBron James, you would think it would have worked out because he did play with a Kevin Durant, and he he played the Robin role more than the Batman role. But all the scrutiny he's gotten with this bigger media market. Uh, I just don't know if he can handle that pressure. I mean, he, he showed it even in post-game interviews this year. Like, he's just not, you know, saying the right things, doing the right things. The crowd, the, his own home team crowd was going against him, and nobody really wanted him. But when that much money's on the table, who knows what's going to happen, especially uh, <clears throat> behind closed doors with the guys that are actually paying him. You know, getting back to Steph Curry here for a second, you know, he went for 16. He was averaging around, what was it, 36. And and I remember when I played high school uh, high school basketball 100 years ago, the, the most points I ever scored was 16, and I felt like I was, you know, uh, <laughs> I felt like I was Dr. J. I mean, I was like, everything was going in. So the, uh, pe- so many people have asked me what was wrong with Curry, and my answer every time is, He's a human being. You know, you just can't expect 40 out of the guy every night. He was ice cold, and that's just going to happen. So if you're the Celtics, Curry does almost nothing, and you still lose. How big is Wiggins going to be in Game 6? Wiggins, I mean, Wiggins has been my MVP. I know in this finals, 
because of uh, the expectations that he had. Everyone, everybody, including me, laughed and just was like, are you kidding me? This guy's an all-star starter for the West. This guy's a starting guard in the West. I mean, there's no way. In, I, I didn't expect that at all. And, you know, he got a lot of, not just scrutiny, but people making fun of that that point alone, that this guy's not even all-star, let alone starter. But then he proved everyone wrong in most of these playoff games. And he's been the ISO guy that when they're not hitting threes, he's creating and, uh, you know, just been that boost of adrenaline that you're getting from a starter instead of a guy coming off the bench. And, you know, I, Wiggins has been, you know, to me the key factor for that team. Because you know you're going to get yours from Steph, you're going to get yours from Clay, you're, you're 20 from Clay, and you're 30 from Steph. But he's been the guy that's, you know, who they thought they were going to get when they got D Ross, or uh, D'Angelo Russell. They thought that Kelly Uber could fit that position. And Wiggins has been far, far enough, you know, way better than what they thought they were going to get with him. Uh, he, remember, this is the guy they said, Next, LeBron James uh, come out of Kansas. So, for him to finally uh, put him in this in this stage, this spotlight, where he's never even been before to finals, let alone playoff series wins, uh, he's he's definitely overperformed. So, that's the guy I'm worried about more than Curry because you know Curry's going to get his, and uh, I just don't see how Boston can come back from this deficit being down three two now. Last question for you, just for fun. Uh... Atlanta uh, promoted young Landry Fields as the GM, but we know Travis Schlenk is pulling the strings. Apparently they're going to try and sign DeAndre Hunter to a long-term deal, but the Bleacher Report is saying that they have heard a a potential trade Rudy Gobert from the Jazz for Capella, Herter, Collins, and number 16 overall. We know what Trey Young can do offensively. They need somebody in the paint. If you're Utah... And you think, well, I got to pick between Mitchell and Gobert. I mean, what what do you think about this rumor? <laughs> uh, I heard the I heard the rumor with Mitchell leaving too, and everyone said Mitchell leaving to the the Heat, and everyone's like, oh, Dwayne Wade wasn't actually doing an inside job. He's <laughs> and now here in the Gobert, I thought they would definitely get rid of Gobert. I didn't know about Mitchell too. I think it's still build around Mitchell. I mean, Gobert obviously is a great defensive player, defensive player of the year many times, but. Uh, I mean, that's a, that's a, you're getting a lot back for him if that if you do uh, make a deal like that. I don't know if Gobert would fit with Trey Young, but I don't see how it couldn't. Um, it's just a lot of pieces you're giving up for him. I did not hear that rumor um, until just now, so um, just off the off the top of my head, I could just say it's probably a good deal for for Utah if you go that way. All right, there he is, Noah Parker. Check him out at againstthenumber.com. Great stuff, Noah. Thanks for coming by again. Thanks for having me, Rick. Have a great day. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a break and come right back on Titillating Sports.
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118-800-493-6118-800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you very much. Don't interrupt me, please. Thank you. must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Goodness gracious. Uh, last night I went to Oracle Park. Um, I always go to at least one Giants game a year. It's usually when they play the A's. 
It's funny. I was saying, oh, this is the only game. I forgot. I did go to an A's game there earlier this year. The A's won one to nothing. Pinder let off with a home run, and that was it. The A's don't win many games. But anyway, the uh, Giants beat the Royals uh, 3-2. There were, like, no hitters <laughs> going from Bubich and, uh, oh, my little Bubich, and um, from um, the Giants guy, the local kid. I already forgot his name. Uh, but anyway, uh, the um, AT&T Park had uh, 22,000, which they think is not a lot. And it was completely packed, and trying to get out of there was a mess. And I'm thinking, Tuesday night against the worst team in baseball, and yes, by percentage points, they were worse than the A's. Absolutely no rivalry unless you want to go back to the World Series that the Giants won at the K. It's not really a rivalry. But still 22,000, and after a hot dog and cookies and three Stellas, uh, I was not feeling good, and I was already down over 100 bucks. Uh, I went as a fan. I didn't sit in the press box and get the free food. I know. I, too, can be a peon. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but it was making me sad because I was sitting there thinking, when the A's move to Las Vegas, this is going to be my only choice for baseball, and I'm not a Giants fan. I mean, I don't hate them. There's no reason to hate them. They've never hurt the A's in any way. Rick, they took away our money. Uh, but I thought, this is really going to suck when this is my only baseball option. And then I started getting sad. And then I cried myself to sleep in the fetal position in the crawl space of my house. And I woke up in the morning and I did a radio show into my hairbrush for the rats. All right, we got another two hours. Come on back for more of that. Radio News with Lance Pride. As the January 6th made-for-TV show continues Monday, former Trump campaign manager Bill Stempion did not testify before the House Select Committee investigating January 6th due to a family emergency. Former Fox News editor Chris Steyerwalt is testifying in his place. In the 40 or 50 years, let's say, that Americans have increasingly chosen to vote by mail or early or absentee, <clears throat> Democrats prefer that method of voting more than Republicans do. So basically, in every election, Republicans win Election Day and Democrats win the early vote. 
At least three different wildfires ignited in Southern California on Sunday. The Sheep Fire, 30 miles northeast of Los Angeles, is roughly 1,000 acres and 5% contained. For more information, visit us online at usaradio.com. USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. China has overtaken Germany as the biggest buyer of Russian energy exports since the start of the war in Ukraine. The Center for Research on Energy and Clean Air said Russia received about 93 billion euros, that translates to about $97 billion, in revenue for the sale of oil, natural gas, and coal since February 24th when it invaded Ukraine. The body of a six-year-old child who drowned in the Merrimack River while on a family fishing trip was found Sunday in Newburyport, Massachusetts. His body was found by a kayaker in the river. An unidentified resident tells NBC10 Boston the conditions in the area. We're from this area, and I never knew this spot existed. We've been up and down this river before. Um, the current here is terrible, you know. Um, and just the fact that they, they found the, uh, the, the boy is just one of the, you know, some type of closure, I guess, to see. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. Hey, this is Al Robertson with my dad, Phil. One of the things that we've noticed is, you know, people start losing their hair many times early in life. Now, Dad, you managed to hang on to yours. Have you got some secret? Yeah, get on this keeps hair. You'll be a hairy guy like me. I've got a little gap coming up on top of mine, so I know the hair loss uh, sometimes can be a, a touchy subject with guys, and so what Keeps does is help you hang on to your hair. It's clinically proven. It's FDA approved. They have hair treatments available online. They have a Over the weekend, the World Health Organization recommended in its strongest terms yet that a deeper probe is needed into whether a lab accident may be to blame for the pandemic. China immediately attacked the theory. Former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers predicted Sunday the United States will be in a recession within the next two years. The Treasury Secretary under President Clinton said the risk is that it will be sooner rather than later. Secretary Summers on Bloomberg. It's pretty clear that peak inflation theory, like transitory inflation theory, is kind of wrong. Um, and it's wrong, you see it in the overall numbers, And you also see it in the pervasiveness of the components. Almost everything is up significantly. And my guess is that there's some major components that are actually going to accelerate in the months ahead. I think the shelter component is going to be rising at 8% a year by the end of the, by the end of this year. If you look at all the private sector indices like Zillow, they're going up much faster than that. 
Country music star Toby Keith announced Sunday that he's been undergoing treatment for stomach cancer since late 2021. Toby said on Twitter that he underwent surgery and received chemotherapy and radiation in the past six months. Quote, so far, so good. End quote. My name is Lance Pry, and we are USA Radio News. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you so much. Welcome back to the show. We got Bob Herrig coming up, Joella Crichton, Bruce Marshall. I think we're kind of booked the rest of the way. We have Anya Zova in studio, kickboxer, comedian. She's at Cobbs tonight. We also have Ben Palmer, who's up in Helium, Portland. So we'll get some yucks. Uh, Tommy Fom's grudge against Jock Peterson continues to grow because of some t-shirts the Giants players were wearing during BP on Monday. The shirt said stashing players on the IR isn't cheating. Remember that was the whole fantasy football fracas in Cincinnati when Tommy Pham or Pham if you like slopped and slapped and chomping at the bit and champing at the bit Jack Peterson and Jock Peterson in the face. And uh, Peterson said they ended up taking all the shirts out of the lockers and throwing them out. Guys thought they were funny. Um, he goes, we're just working on defusing the situation. Well, not defused. Because after a lot of outlets tweeted out a picture of Alex Cobb with the Giants wearing that shirt, Fam responded in a tweet saying, quote, <clears throat> they really played themselves B-C-U-Z, because now all I have to do is release the IR rules in the league and the text, how I told Jock I was going to pimp slap him for cheating. What's the difference between a pimp slap and a B-word slap? I don't know. Is that when a girl slaps you? I don't think so. Uh, Peterson, when he's asked about this shirt, said, that's kind of messed up. I don't think that's okay to just be sending stuff out like... I've made it or I did something and have my autograph on it. I didn't like that because it did 
bear a facsimile of his signature, which he uh, didn't approve. He said, Cobb said, I thought the shirts were funny, but the best part was just the humility that Jack handled it with. Most people would have been frustrated, and he wasn't. All right. There it is. Fantasy Gate. It continues in MLB in the National League. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Byline. At Wendy's, we make breakfast better. Like with our breakfast baconator. Better from top to bottom bun. Savory sausage patty? Better. Crispy oven baked bacon? Better. Fresh cracked egg? Better. The breakfast baconator might just be the greatest breakfast sandwich of all time. So you can keep settling for not better, or you can get a better breakfast from Wendy's. Tough choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Better Breakfast. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Are you looking for solutions for health and wellness at home? Please visit antiagingbed.com. They are on a mission to use proven technology to provide you with healthy solutions to many conditions that affect all of us physically and mentally. Use promo code wellness for your discount. Antiagingbed.com. Technology proven to help you feel your best. Use promo code wellness, antiagingbed.com. Feel your best. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. 
Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right. Uh, thank you for that. Welcome back. Uh, Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome back to the show uh, longtime golf writer Bob Herrig with uh, Sports Illustrated, ESPN, Tampa Bay Times. And, of course, we've talked about his book, Tiger and Phil, Golf's Most Fascinating Rivalry, as we're getting set here for the U.S. Open. And, Bob, welcome back to the show. And I've been in sports broadcasting since the 80s, and golf has never been more in the headlines. Now, before we get into the nuances of all that, do you think that's good for golf that we're talking about it so much? Hey, Rick, thanks for having me. And, you know, that's a great point. It's really been in the news a lot. And I've sort of struggled with this question myself. Is, 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 is any publicity good publicity, or is this not the kind that we want? Um, you know, because it's, it's incredibly disruptive and uh, what's been going on, and is that good for the game or not? Uh, and, and I'm sure there's a big faction of people who believe that it's not good for the game. Uh, but on the other hand, it's brought a lot of attention to golf, it's brought a lot of attention to some of the top players, especially the ones who are speaking out against the new live golf thing, like Rory and uh, Justin Thomas. You know, those are popular guys. So um, I, guess, I guess in a way it's probably good. It, we're talking about that golf in weeks that it typically doesn't get a lot of attention outside of, uh, you know, the golf world. Um, but I'm not so sure it's good that we're talking about it during the week of the U.S. Open. You know, but it just can't be helped. I mean, it's it's such a big story, um, and there's guys playing in the U.S. Open this week that are involved in it. So uh, it really, it really is an amazing time in the game right now, and 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 what uh, and what's been all going on. You know, watching Phil at the most recent press conference, a lot of people looked at him and said he's a shell of himself. He regrets this. He wishes he hadn't done it now. And, you know, they don't know him. You know him most uh, better than most of us. When you look at him, do you kind of get that feeling or, or, or not? You know, I think he's just doing what he has to do. I mean, I'm not sure he could stand up there and look all happy and joyful when you're getting questions about the 9-11 families. You know, yeah. or the or the the questions about the the abuses, you know, the human rights abuses in Saudi Arabia. I mean, it's just it's an uncomfortable topic. I'm sure deep down he's very happy with what he's done. I don't think he would have done it if um, you know if if he hadn't given this a lot of thought. And believe me, he's had a lot of time to think about this. I mean, this upended his career four months ago, and he still ended up doing it. You know, so, uh, listen, I, I think he's, I think there's some, there's some level of, of, of remorse. I think the guys who really think this thing through recognize that this is not popular, um, that there's a lot to it. But in the end, you know, he made the decision. And, um, you know, it's funny, interesting, a couple of weeks ago or last month at the PJ Championship, uh, Padraig Harrington you know, he was the Ryder Cup captain for Europe last year, and he's won three majors. And he's 50 years old now, and he said, look, I'm not involved in this. I'm not look, looking at doing it, or I haven't been approached. But he said, I, I just think in time, the, the moral outrage will subside. 
And, you know, I started thinking about that, and, and isn't that sort of the case with a lot of things that are associated with, with these sorts of controversies? I mean, we sort of take for granted now that, you know, that, that they, they own a, a um, Premier League soccer club mm-hmm. and that they stage a, a, an annual uh, golf tournament in Saudi and that they have tennis tournaments and horse racing and auto racing. And there doesn't seem to be as much outrage. Maybe the week of, there's some. And so, you know, I, I have a feeling that these guys recognize that they just need to wait it out. And, uh, you know, again, I'm not suggesting that's good, but I think that's probably part of their strategy. Yeah, well, you're just stating facts. And the other thing, too, is the people who are so outraged and, and saying that these guys are sellouts. At, all I know is if someone came to me, if the Saudis said, Rick, we want you to, to do our radio network and we'll give you $200 million, it, I can't just say, oh, I'd automatically say no. That, that's generational and multi-generational changing money. And uh, so, I don't know, it's very easy from the outside to say, how dare you take that money? It's a great point, Rick. I mean, what if they offered you $20 million? Right. I mean... Put it down at our level. I've had this discussion with colleagues and friends of mine. I said, look, you know, they're golfers. Maybe, maybe, the, maybe it's different because they've made plenty of money. But the live golf people aren't just paying golfers. They're paying, you know, PR people. They're paying accountants. They're paying, you know, operations guys, rules officials. They have to stage tournaments in various places that requires them to hire people on site security, whatever, there's a lot of people that are getting paid. Now, maybe those people need the job. You know, I mean, like, where do we draw the line? Uh, you know, um, again, I, I, the other, if you want to take the other side about that, they, they would say, well, that's the ultimate and whataboutism. And I get that. I just have tried very, very hard to look at both sides. And I don't, just don't think it's as easy as saying, Oh, they're in, they're they're in, they're cavorting with the murderous regime, you know. I just I don't think it's quite that simple, you know, because because this murderous re- regime is trying to do some good. It appears, you know, st- staging sporting events. Now, is it to cover up their things? Certainly, possibly, you know. But if they have if they improve in those areas, which you'd like to think and hope that they would. Um, then, then maybe it's for some good. I, I realize that's hard to see and recognize at this point. No, you make a great point. Well, let, let's get to the actual play. Um, I know a lot of people are liking Justin Thomas in this. Somebody tried to talk me into Davis Riley as a sleeper. Uh, another buddy told me Brooks Kepka is going to be the guy. How do you see this tournament? <laughs> I don't know if I'd go with Davis Riley, although, you know, he's played pretty well. He has. He's just, I don't know, I think it's hard to win a major when you've not, when you've not won something else yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happens, but it's not, and it's, it's, it's sort of, it's, it's, not the, it's not the way you would draw it up, you know. And um, uh, Justin Thomas is actually my pick. I think he's a great choice just because he's been playing nicely. You know, and I think there's a nice little pattern that's emerged. He, he went to Southern Hills the week before the PGA, played a practice round, contended in Dallas, didn't win, came close, then won the next week the PGA. Last week he came here to the country club, 
practice round, went to the Canadian Open, didn't win, pretty much went shot for shot with Rory on Sunday until the very end when he, when he, uh, he bogeyed the 17th hole, nearly won, and now here he is, U.S. Open. I think it's kind of a nice, kind of a nice thing that he's got going there, and clearly he's been playing well for four to six weeks. I don't think that's a bad thing. Kepka's a mystery to me. He's played very well in majors without having any form going in. He gets really fired up for him. But, you know, he, he got married recently. I don't think he's played since the PGA Championship where he didn't play great. Um, you know, he hasn't really played great this year. So, like, at what point, like, does he, does he just turn the switch and he's all of a sudden, you know, going to play great at one of the hardest venues they'll see? You know, and I watch him. Watch he'll be up there every day. But, like, it just... It, it's not to me. It's not trending for him to to do to do well here. Got you. I got to run. So yes or no answer, please. Does Phil make the cut? Ooh, good question. Very good question. I am going to say that he does not. Yeah, I agree. I just with don't you. think he's. I don't think he's got enough there to make it. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you. Remember to pick up Bob Herrig's book, Tiger and Phil: Golf's Most Fascinating Rivalry. Bob, great stuff, man. Thanks for your time and your insights. Thanks, Rick. Have a great day. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come back on the other side with Joella Crichton. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Has someone in your family lost a job recently? 
and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218. That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Great to have you with us coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show the lovely and talented actress Joella Crichton. She's here to talk about brand new documentary about her, which just came out yesterday. It's called Becoming a Queen. And it's a documentary from Chris Strikes, painting an intimate portrait of one woman's quest to become Queen of Caribbean Carnival for a historic 10th time in her final competition. Joella, welcome to the show. First of all, when someone does a documentary about you, it's all about you. So what is that, li- <laughs> what is that like? Hi, Rick. How are you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, you know, it's pretty invasive, I do have to say, and it gets you know, there's times where I thought, oh, Chris is coming again to get to just watch me in my regular day. But, you know, doing a documentary, you have to give over your life and you have to give over your story. And I think that's what um, makes his work so interesting and makes this movie and, you know, this documentary so real. Well, you're from Toronto. And, and as people or people don't know, that's kind of like the New York of Canada. When you think about all the diversity and all the different cultures, what about the Caribbean culture in Toronto? Yeah, well, there's a a huge Caribbean community here in Toronto. Um, My parents immigrated to Toronto um, in the early 80s from the island St. Vincent. Mm -hmm. And And the the Grenadines, right? And the Grenadines, yes. Um, one of the first things my um, mom got involved with was the carnival, and that's sort of what um, connected me with my community. Um, it was kind of a place, you know, for the Caribbean people to meet other folks that are just like them and to sort of feel like they were at home. So for you, becoming the queen, I would imagine you're a little girl, you want to dance in it, you want to put on the fancy outfit, you want to, like, walk around the where the band is, and then you get older and older. How does that whole competition work? So the actual competition for the queens, um, you have to be over the age of 16. So it does take 
some time to, to be able to compete. But because of the culture, it's mainly older women who really are able to hold this title of queen. Um, the competition is pretty much the ladies um, going on stage um, with a costume that was specifically designed for them and built for them and dancing and performing um, against one another. And you get about four minutes on stage to sort of show what you got, show how beautiful your costume is, um, show the artistry and hope that you beat the other queens. <laughs> Have you been to St. Vincent? Because I think about, you know, Christopher Columbus landing there and then all the different, you know, native culture and the white sand beaches and volcanoes. It's supposed to be quite striking. Yes, I have been to St. Vincent, and um, it is beautiful, and it's very um, lush and quite untouched um, in comparison to some of the um, other islands whose, you know, main um, tourist, you know, main thing is tourism. So, you know, it's, it is beautiful. There is a volcano that's active. Um, I'm sure you've heard in the news that it went off last year and, and you know, caused a lot of um, trouble for people in the country, but I was lucky enough to go there right before COVID and I actually did their carnival and I had an amazing time. It was, it was beautiful. It was sunny. The costumes were gorgeous and um, the music was wonderful. Wow. Are you a big deal there? Are you like JLo? <laughs> I wish, I wish. Um, <laughs> All right. Um, so what does it take to be the queen outside of just being fabulous? Well, you do have to be strong. Um, you know, you do have to be somebody who's been around in the community for some time. You do, you know, I like to work on my own costume. So, you know, some of the queens are artistic and, and work on their own costumes and make their own costumes and, and design their own costumes. So there's quite a few things. Um, you know, some people think it's a, like a pageant and it's not like a pageant at all. Well, what, what is it? Is it dancing ability, singing ability, uh, just yeah, vivaciousness? Dancing. Yeah, yeah, it's dancing, it's confidence, it's, and then the part of the costume is the costume is mainly um, a portrayal of a theme that has been decided for that year. So they're judging your performance, but they're also judging the costume as well. So when you get down to it, and by the way, we're speaking with Joella Crichton, the new documentary, Becoming a Queen. Uh, and I know this in sports. It's kind of like in baseball. You win a gold glove five years in a row. They just kind of figure, ah, we'll just give it to him. And it's like, well, he wasn't that good that year. So do people say, you know, do you have to keep, because the bar gets raised, you can't mail it in. So what is it like when you get on a run like that and everyone's shooting for you? Oh, it's it can be so hard being the person on top. And I'm sure some people, you know, have felt in the past, oh, they just gave it to her, but we do work really hard. I promise you, we do give it our all. We do come up with new ideas. We, we, you know, we are trying to be original and, and really working for those wins. So it's, it's challenging and it gets, you know, you can feel it. People are really, you know, coming for you after, you know, you get on top. And so that's, you know, when I got down to, you know, seven wins, eight, I used to be like, oh, the, the stress, you know, really increased in the, in those last couple of years just because it was becoming so much more, you know, harder to, to entertain and to win. And I'm just, I'm looking at some pictures of you in the parade. You have to be, if you're in this parade, you have to be very comfortable with your body. And I mean, you, of course, you're fabulously fit, but everyone is, you can't be embarrassed. You got to go for it, right? 
Yeah, you have, you, you know, I mean, part of the culture is, is about body positivity and everybody being part of the parade. And I think, you know, in, in this parade here in Toronto, we try to share that with our community, with the rest of the community, the rest of Toronto, that it is okay. Come as you are. We, you know, it's all about freedom. It's all about love and joy. Nobody is really, you know, judging your body, but um, there is an aspect of, in the queen about being strong. And so I do like to work out to make sure that I can actually carry this massive costume, even though it's four minutes, it's, it's, it's really a lot of work. So that helps me stay in shape. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, I guess in the documentary, we see that in your everyday life, you don't have blue lipstick and sparkly eyeshadow. No, I mean, I'm an actor, um, mainly for the theater and, you know, in my everyday life, I'm auditioning and, and trying to get work like the rest, you know, the rest of people. But when it comes to carnival time, that, that's the time to really express yourself and, um, you know, to dress up and have fun. Was there any part of the movie where you kind of thought, oh, no, you left that in? <laughs> I don't want to give any spoilers. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of times in filming I was like, I wonder if he's going to put that in. And like before I saw the film, I like the night before, I had like I had some butterflies in my stomach. I thought, oh, what if there's something I don't, you know, like in there? But I think that's part of it being honest. And yeah, there's a couple of moments where I thought, oh, I hope people don't think that's that's how I am all the time. But oh no, you know. is is there a giant tantrum where you shred everyone? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> There, there isn't that, but there, you know, there is, there is some things that, you know, people are human. I'm a human, and 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 he got he got all the parts of my life. So. Well, let's talk about the good part. What's your favorite part, or one of your favorite parts of the whole film? Um, you know, when he goes and he talks about the years of the Toronto Caribbean Carnival and how it has changed over the years, and um there were some really beautiful images that I guess were stored away in my mind that he put into the film from back many years ago in the eighties and the nineties and seeing people dressed up and, and seeing people from the culture. I thought that that was really, you know, a stunning part of the, of the film and something else that he did that was really cool was he was able to capture different parades from other parts of the world, Miami, Barbados, London, St. Vincent, Jamaica, and, um, just seeing the joy from people and just seeing, you know, the happiness, it, it really came to the screen and it was, it, those, those, that was a really lovely moment. All right. Will Joella Crichton win for the 10th time? You'll have to check out the documentary Becoming a Queen. Joella, congratulations on the film. Thanks for stopping by and uh, let's talk on your next big movie. Okay, thanks, Rick. I really appreciate it. Okay, no doubt. And of course, you could probably write this story yourself. She was a very shy student in high school. And it doesn't always, you know, sometimes the loudest person in the room, like, gets all the attention and then you realize they're not saying anything. I like the late bloomer. The late bloomer. That's right. You know what? The best two baseball players I knew, they didn't even end up playing in high school when I was a little kid. You don't want to peak too early. All right, we'll come back. We'll talk a little hockey with Bruce Marshall on Sports Byline.
airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 5331 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. 
we provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739-800-913-9739-800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. You know, exactly. over time, you know, the more and more you do something, Practice the better you perfect. get at it. Just like, you know, you Anything. didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You Thank know, you. you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Because I'm so good looking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Thank you so much. And uh, welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco around the world on AFN. It's great to catch up with Bruce Marshall as we talk hockey with Bruce. He's with the Gold Sheet and goldsheet.com in Vegas for all your uh, prognostication and breakdowns uh, if you'd like to take a bet in the world of sports. Bruce, before we get to the Stanley Cup Finals, your Knights there in Sin City have hired the Bruins' Bruce Cassidy. I think that's a pretty good hire. I was kind of hoping my Sharks would try and get him. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that, uh, it's, uh, we thought Cassidy would probably land somewhere. I think we talked last week about us being a little surprised that Boston made the move to move him out. Uh, so, I mean, there was talk about Barry Trotz. I'm not sure who was the first pick for Bill Foley there, but uh, they have landed upon Cassidy. It seems like this is a, a decent fit. Uh, but, you know, um, the, the, the thought is that Trotz might have pulled back away from Vegas, that he might have actually been the first choice. But let's face it. I mean, uh, the, the Golden Knights are turning into something of an NHL version of George Steinbrenner's Yankees when you can move out guys like Gerard Gallant and Pete DeBoer who have who won and, and Gallant's case even got them to the finals that first year. The bar is set pretty high there and they have a very impatient owner in, in Mr. Foley and you, you wonder too how you know the Knights are going to handle this salary cap, the machinations that blew up sort of in their face this year and I, I'm hoping the NHL closes that loophole where teams can stash these players away. I mean, Tampa Bay did it with Kucherov last year and then brought him back for the playoffs when the salary cap goes away. The Golden Knights really overdid that this season with the Eichel trade and other things. And you just have to wonder what this roster is going to look like if the NHL makes some adjustments in that loophole. I hope they close that. I didn't like when Vegas did that last year. It came back to bite them, plus some trades that haven't worked. We'll see. I mean, I I think Cassie's bit off a lot here to chew, and uh, just time will tell if it's a good move. All right, let's get to game one. Tonight, there is no shortage of star power on each team. And let's just talk about the two top centers. Nathan McKinnon is within arm's reach of his first Stanley Cup, and that's bad news for Tampa Bay. And you look in the Western Conference final, three goals and five points in four games in that sweep. McKinnon, when he's been on the ice in the playoffs, 20 goals allowed. I mean, 20 goals scored, only eight. Uh, allowed, so it's safe to say when he's on the ice, the Lanch are controlling play. But then on the other hand, you have Steven Stamkos, 
who you would think that three consecutive Stanley Cup runs would take something out of a 32-year-old, but he just keeps chugging along. And, um, I mean, just fantastic in the last round after going down 2-0 to New York. Let's just talk uh, about McKinnon versus Stamkos, so to speak. Yeah, you know, McKinnon, it's breathtaking what he does and the way he leads that charge on his line. And he's like a big, fast tank going in. I mean, I have, I have rarely seen a guy just bust through the way he does. And uh, just, you know, whereas, you know, Stamkos more of a finesse uh, and as good as you can get in that in that realm, I mean, McKinnon is a is, to, is a tank going in there, and uh, the physicality and then the speed that he comes with, and the way he leads this break for Colorado, they they transition uh, from the other end of the ice as quickly as anybody. And he's a fast skater too, so they they're going to present some problems with that. Uh, it, it, that might be if, if if that matchup goes one way or the other. Uh, I think it might be a determining matchup in the series, Rick. I have a feeling that that's going to be something of a stalemate and that this uh, this matchup might be determined by some other things because they're both really good and they both got a lot of help around them, so we'll see how that works. Let's talk about the blue line. Obviously, Kale McCarr, very few defensemen have the kind of 200-foot game that he does, the way he carries the puck out of his zone, the neutral zone, the offensive zone. I mean, you can count the times that McCarr uh, is just being a, a one-man band. But when they're five-on-five, five, it's a pretty phenomenal number for a kid that's only 23 years old that they control almost 63% of the puck. He's averaging over a point a game. And I know on the other side, a lot of people look at Victor Hedman getting most of the attention, and for good reason. He's fantastic, and he has been for a long time. But another 23-year-old like Makar is Mikhail Sergachev in his fifth full NHL season, and I mentioned the series against the Rangers. The last four games, New York only got one full and equal strength goal. So, I mean, just talk about these defenses right now from the blue line. Yeah, and uh, a great matchup again, Rick, like you mentioned. I think right now, if the playoffs uh, ended today, if they had the con Smythe voting right now, Kill McCarr wins. Uh, but we've got one more series to go here. And I'm glad you brought that up about the Rangers series, what Hedman and when he was on the ice and his defensive teammates and the other uh, and the other defenders on Tampa Bay, really good at boxing out around the goal. And I'm really curious to see how that's going to match up. Now, I know what McCarr can do and, you know, a two-way player and all, but I, I think a lot of this is going to come when Hedman and his guys are out there, the way they box out so well around Vasilevsky, they give him a look at most of these shots coming in. And I think it's going to be up to McCarr and the rest of the Colorado and then the guys in front of them, the McKinnon line and, and anyone else, um, to create some real traffic in front of Vasilevsky. And Tampa Bay was really good at lessening that as the New York series progressed. And uh, if Vasilevsky can see shots coming in, he's going to stop them. So I actually think the series will turn around on Tampa Bay's ability and Hedman and the rest of his guys on the Tampa Bay defense doing that, doing that boxing out, giving some clear looks, clearer looks for Vasilevsky in goal because he's awfully hard to beat if he can see the shot. And that's sort of Tampa Bay's, um, Tampa Bay's uh, MO. I don't like Corey Perry. Um, he might be a great guy, but as a player, I don't like him just from his, his Ducks days, but he has been at 37, still effective, still annoying, trying to get his second Stanley Cup, and 
two years ago, he was on that Stars team that lost in the final to the Lightning. Last year, uh, Canadians lost in the final. So if you can't beat him, join him. Kind of like, you know, with Marion Hosso, who lost with the Penguins and the Red Wings, and he finally went to the Hawks and lifted the trophy there. Um, do you think that uh, this time around he made the right choice? Yeah, I think so. For at this stage of his career, he seems to keep showing up, doesn't he, Rick? In the, in the finals here. Um, so I mean, and he, he's a long time ago. He's got one with the Ducks. Uh, so it's been a, uh, when they won that, but what no six? So when he was early in his career. So I mean, this is uh, yeah, third times a charm at the end of his career here against Tampa, against uh, the Abs, maybe. Um, I think that's part though uh, of of some of the brilliance of what Tampa Bay did this year because they. They, they did lose some people after last year. They lost some, uh, there's an outflow with contracts and an expansion draft to Seattle. And uh, they were adding some of these guys. I mean, they added Hagel during the season, um, but they also added in Perry uh, and uh, Belmar. Uh, so, and, and the last two really seasoned veterans. And uh, they have their spot. He can, uh, um, you know, they, they allow John Cooper some depth. Perry, when he gets on the ice, can make some things happen. I think he's a great third or fourth line guy to have out there uh, to make some things happen, and he brings a little extra edge and some veteran stuff there. So, yeah, he's part of, I think, some really shrewd as, uh, you know, we've seen in the past few years, the personnel side for Tampa Bay keeps pulling uh, rabbits out of the head. And uh, Perry was another one, Hagel. Belmar, those are the sort of moves of adding guys for one more run here, and uh, that's why they're back in the finals. Last question for you. When you look at the goalies, if I didn't know anything about this, I would pick the guy named Andre over the guy named Darcy. And I'm doing it in real life, too, especially since the latter hasn't been fantastic in the playoffs. Right. I think the question here, it might be Andre against uh, Pavel, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, Francois has been in more because Kemper got hurt, and actually, Francois is now what six zero in the playoffs, and he he closed out the uh, Edmonton series. So, uh, Kemper been hurt. Uh, Bednar has not given an indication who he's going to go with yet. Uh, he may use them both. I wouldn't be surprised if he went with Francois here, but I don't know either him or Kemper. I would rather have Vasilevsky here, and here he goes again. He, I mean, he reminds me of Ken Dryden. Uh, we talked about this before. Uh, he, I, I don't see how you score a goal against this guy. Well, we mentioned before in the segment if you can see the shot, but he's big, he's athletic. Everything works for him. And that, it, you know, if Tampa Bay is going to win this series, and I think it might, it's going to be a big part of it. It's going to be Vasilevsky and goal. As that last series went, progressed. Rick, as you mentioned, against the Rangers, they just couldn't solve him. And this is going to be uh, something that uh, Colorado is going to have to do better if it wants to lift the cup. All right. And uh, finally, the gold sheet. Obviously, you got a lot of uh, Stanley Cup going on. You got NBA Finals Game 6 uh, tomorrow night. Baseball, what else? Yeah, that's, that's a lot for June. And we're <laughs> we're going uh, with uh, NBA, and uh, we'll have a pick tomorrow for Game 6. And then they've got some picks up there now for Game 1 in the Stanley Cup, and we'll take picks from the Stanley Cup all the way through uh, the finals here, and, of course, baseball every day as well. That's out there, goldsheet.com. My picks are, are there. They're also at VegasInsider and DonBest.com. There he is, Bruce Marshall. As always, great stuff, and uh, thanks for your time, buddy. Thanks, Rick. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a break. Get on back. 
Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Are you tired of paying hundreds of dollars or more every month for your family's health benefits? Would you pay as little as $10 a week to save more money on your health care visits? You'll save on dental care, chiropractic visits, telehealth visits, vision care, medical lab work, and much, much more. All of this for one low fee of around $40 a month for your entire family. AmeriPlan has been providing Americans with fantastic discount health plans for 30 years. Have access to a quarter of a million high-quality health providers. Even if you have health insurance, you need to have an AmeriPlan discount health plan. And again, for less than $40 a month, your entire family is covered. Best thing you can do is make a free call right now and learn about how our platinum plan can help you with your health care needs for as low as $40 a month. 800-723-2391. 800-723-2391. 800-723-2391. That's 800-723-2391. Del, hmm. why did you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. Tittle ain't the man, but Rick Tittle know who the man is. 
and he slapped his white fanny. Oh, thank you for that. One of the coolest things I've ever got to do, and it was like 10 years ago now, was I got to host a uh, Hall of Fame, Baseball Hall of Fame fundraising dinner uh, at a restaurant in Walnut Creek called McCovey's at the time, and the guest of honor was Tom Seaver. And so we stood up on the dais, and I interviewed him for about 20 minutes, and then we took questions from the people playing, you know, like $1,500 a plate, whatever it was. Great guy, but I bring it up because today is a day that lives in infamy for Mets fans. June 15th, 1977 was the day the Mets traded Tom Seaver to the Reds for Doug Flynn, Pat Zachary, not Zachary, Zachary, Steve Henderson, and Dan Norman. Yeah, you never heard of any of them? Me neither. But a lot of Mets fans will point out that six years later that they traded um, Keith Hernandez, did the Cardinals, to the Mets for Neil Allen and Rick Owenby. So it's not as, uh, not as horrifying uh, as you might think. But when Tom Seaver was uh, traded um, on that day, he was 7-3 and three with a 3.00 ERA and uh, would go to the Reds and go 14-3 and three with a 2-3-4. I know someone, a, a woman who's an A's fan, and she's from New York, and she said um, she was a Mets fan until the day they traded Tom Seaver, and she said, I'll never be a Mets fan again, and so she picked the A's, and that's been her team uh, ever ever since. But uh, I remember seeing the film, the, the Mets owner saying, Tom Seaver turned his back on his baseball father, and that's me, and now fans are threatening me, told me, don't start my car. <laughs> How New York is that? But it still, to this day, reverberates all through the uh, the baseball world that when Tom Terrific, number 41, um, got dealt, and until Ken Griffey Jr. and then Mariano Rivera, of course, had the highest percentage of any Hall of Famer uh, when it came to uh, votes first ballot. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come back with another hour and a couple of comedians. Radio News with Lance Pride. As the January 6th made-for-TV show continues Monday, former Trump campaign manager Bill Stempion did not testify before the House Select Committee investigating January 6th due to a family emergency. Former Fox News editor Chris Steyerwalt is testifying in his place. In the 40 or 50 years, let's say, that Americans have increasingly chosen to vote by mail or early or absentee, <clears throat> Democrats prefer that method of voting more than Republicans do. So basically, in every election, Republicans win Election Day and Democrats win the early vote. At least three different wildfires ignited in Southern California on Sunday. 
The Sheep Fire, 30 miles northeast of Los Angeles, is roughly 1,000 acres and 5% contained. For more information, visit us online at usaradio.com. USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. China has overtaken Germany as the biggest buyer of Russian energy exports since the start of the war in Ukraine. The Center for Research on Energy and Clean Air said Russia received about 93 billion euros... That translates to about $97 billion in revenue for the sale of oil, natural gas, and coal since February 24th when it invaded Ukraine. The body of a six-year-old child who drowned in the Merrimack River while on a family fishing trip was found Sunday in Newburyport, Massachusetts. His body was found by a kayaker in the river. An unidentified resident tells NBC10 Boston the conditions in the area. We're from this area, and I never knew this spot existed. We've been up and down this river before. Um, the current here is terrible, you know. Um, and just the fact that they, they found the, uh, the, the boy is just one of the, you know, some type of closure, I guess, to see. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. Hey, this is Al Robertson with my dad, Phil. One of the things that we've noticed is, you know, people start losing their hair many times early in life. Now, Dad, you managed to hang on to yours. Have you got some secret? Yeah, get on this keeps hair. You'll be a hairy guy like me. I've got a little gap coming up on top of mine, so I know the hair loss uh, sometimes can be a, a touchy subject with guys, and so what Keeps does is help you hang on to your hair. It's clinically proven. It's FDA approved. They have hair treatments available online. They have a over the weekend, the World Health Organization recommended in its strongest terms yet that a deeper probe is needed into whether a lab accident may be to blame for the pandemic. China immediately attacked the theory. Former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers predicted Sunday the United States will be in a recession within the next two years. The Treasury Secretary under President Clinton said the risk is that it will be sooner rather than later. Secretary Summers on Bloomberg. It's pretty clear that peak inflation theory, like transitory inflation theory, is kind of wrong. Um, and it's wrong, you see it in the overall numbers, and you also see it in the pervasiveness of the components. Almost everything is up significantly, and my guess is that there's some major components that are actually going to accelerate in the months ahead. I think the shelter component is going to be rising at 8% a year by the, end of the, by the end of this year. If you look at all the private sector indices like Zillow, they're going up much faster than that. Country music star Toby Keith announced Sunday that he's been undergoing treatment for stomach cancer since late 2021. Toby said on Twitter, 
that he underwent surgery and received chemotherapy and radiation in the past six months. Quote, so far, so good. End quote. My name is Lance Pry, and we are USA Radio News. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you all around the world. American Forces Radio Network. What's up? You're doing a great job if you're in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, National Guard, Space Force, Delta Force. Uh, Yesterday, we had a very scary situation. Mike Trout at the dish hit a uh, ball that dropped in for the Angels, but he broke his bat, and it was very bizarre. As he came around... On the backswing, the top half of the bat broke off and helicoptered, and the pointy part went through the cage of the umpire, home plate umpire's mask there and hit Nate Tomlinson, the umpire, right in the face. And for a long time, he was, uh, you know, on the ground, as you can imagine. He had a lot of... uh, a lot of attention from the trainers of both teams. And um, he was uh, finally okay, but I would think that this is going to be something that is going to change because you cannot have... I mean, if you go back, you could say, is it possible that you know the back could break off into a shard and then hit somebody if it went through the cage and you go, yeah, I mean, I guess it's possible. It just didn't seem like it, right? And you'd be like, well, I mean, if it if it got to a little sliver, I guess. It, well, it did. It did get to a little sliver. So, I don't know. I would probably think you'll start seeing some big changes when it comes to, maybe not big, but just maybe like a little bit of a plastic visor in there. Because that could have been way, way worse. All right. We are on Twitch.tv. Check me out. Search for Sports Byline. We're also on the TuneIn Radio app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app, 
podcast well is available as well. The Eight Side Network. You check them out on iTunes there. And um, you can uh, call me up, 1-800-878-PLAY. You can go to the website, sportsbyline.com, as we stream along. Come on back. This week at Macy's, give love, give style with an extra 25% off gifts for Father's Day when you use your coupon or Macy's card. Or shop specials like 25% off designer underwear, undershirts, and socks, polos from Club Room, Alfani, and more, $14.99 to $24, and a rugged Esquire bracelet for $24.99 with a qualifying purchase. Going on now at Macy's. Shop on the Macy's app to score deals, track savings, and mark your faves. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com That's AgainstTheNumber.com Have you ever wished the student athlete in your family could play baseball against teams in the Caribbean? Well, now they can set sail and do just that with Team Avenue Baseball on one of its iconic Caribbean cruise camps. That's right. If they love baseball and want an experience they'll never forget, then you need to call 559-321-6701 or visit TeamAvenueBaseball.com right now. Founded by former pro ball players, TeamAvenueBaseball.com will lead to the baseball adventure of a lifetime. Call 559-321-6701 now. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius.
Thank you for that. Rick Tittle with you. Nationally syndicated around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Comedian Ben Palmer joins us now. If you are up in the Rose City, make sure to get over to uh, Helium tonight at 8 o'clock to uh, check him out. And um, Ben, welcome to the show. Of course, Palmer Trolls featuring you um, trolling the uh, the world of uh, cities and corporations and bureaucracies. And uh, when, when did this all get off the ground? You decided to kind of be a humorous antagonist, so to speak. Uh, good question, and thanks for having me on. Um, I, I think about seven or eight years ago, maybe. Uh, I've been doing regular stand-up comedy for uh, almost 14 years now, and so somewhere along the way I started messing with people on Facebook and pretending to be corporations and stuff like that. And a lot of people, they don't realize satire or they just can't take a joke. And, uh, what, what would be maybe some of the more vehement or threatening responses you got? <laughs> uh, no threats yet. You know, I have been sent, um, you know, there was a company that sent their lawyers after me. Um, but, uh, they didn't realize that, you know, it was all uh, a joke. Um, no, nothing too crazy. Um, so that's good. So far, so far. So like when you pretended to be like the city of Atlanta and you would use their trademark and it was obviously fake when you'd say, if you don't know the speed limit, feel it out or, you know, just things like <laughs> that. Did they, But that's the other thing. I mean, I, you might know him too, but there's a comedian out there that pretends to be a, a Trumper. He's not, but there are a lot of Trumpers who think he's real. So uh, in the Orson Welles War of the Worlds trans, uh, tradition, how many people think you're serious? I think most of if you've ever watched any of my videos, um, all those people think I'm serious. Um, yeah, if they figure it out, I usually don't share it with anybody. So all the stuff that I've shared online, yeah, they all they all think it's uh, they're legitimately talking to someone from you know Costco or something like that. Um, you know, um, every now and then you get people who figure it out. But for the most part, I think people are too they're too pissed off to use their the logical side of their brain to, to do any investigation on whether or not the, the <laughs> profile responding to them is uh, actually someone with Costco. And then you do it all very deadpan. Is that sort of a, a nod towards the anchorman? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny you say that. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess in ways it is. When I first started trying to do videos, I tried to do a little anchorman bit called, like, Social Media News Tonight. Um, so that's funny that you bring that up. Um, yeah, maybe there's some anchorman in there. Are you talking about anchorman the movie or anchorman in general? <laughs> uh, yeah, not Ron Burgundy, just in general. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the deadpan probably comes from, you know, my dad. He's a teacher, but he's always cracking jokes and saying stuff to his students and to, and the people at restaurants and stuff like that and keeping a straight face. So who would be maybe on the friendly side, somebody who realized it was tongue-in-cheek and, and sort of played off you and you went back and forth? Mm. Mm, let's see. I don't know. I do know that. I don't think there hasn't been anything similar to what you described, but there has been some people who thought it was funny. Um, I sent a a fake Jeff Bezos meme I made to his space company, Blue Origin, um, and it said, uh, if they try to take my billions, I'll just, I'll just ship them to space. There's no taxes in space. <laughs> and um, 
And they wrote back, like, the, the PR person for Blue Origin wrote back with, like, a capital LOL. <laughs> so I was like, okay, all right. People, and, you know, I never know. I've sent some ridiculous stuff to, like, PR people. And, you know, there's always the social media managers that will see my comments that I leave on their Facebook page. You never know who's actually enjoying it behind the scenes. But I suspect some of them are. <laughs> you know, I always wonder, too, like, in, in the world of sports, a couple of years ago, out here, there was a Twitter war between Smash Mouth, the band, and the Oakland A's, and you could just tell, I think it was probably a 20-year-old running the A's Twitter account, because Smash Mouth said, you know, the, you know, it's too bad that this great franchise is being run by idiots and no one's trying, and then the A's official Twitter said, well, yeah, you haven't had a hit in 20 years, so what are you... <laughs> you know, so, I mean, do you kind of sometimes wonder who the hell is running these accounts? I wanted to join in on that, the way you described it. You know, they could have said something about, well, yeah, it's not like we are we had a, a movie made about our organization. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, mean, you mean the movie they made about us because we're a solid organization? Something about the, you know, smash mouth, mouth, one hit, you know, and then compare it to, like, the worst player on the A's or something and say even he has more hits than you or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty um, good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that... Yeah, it gets a little snippy out there. I know, I know. Um, you know, Wendy's hires has like a team of writers that are like almost comedy writers that write, you know, mean tweets to the people who ask them to roast them and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's getting more uh, entertainment is uh, is getting more in there and the social media responses for corporations and stuff like that. Was there, even though you're a professional comedian, did anybody ever get you and say, wow, I don't think I can top that. I think you got me. Uh, um, what do you mean, like someone just, else? Just when, it? when you go back and forth with these people sometimes. Oh. They, the only time I'm like, I, I'm not going to keep going is if it just gets too weird or something. You yeah. know, a lot of people I talk to can be. Um, some people are a little out there. You know, if I detect, okay, I might be dealing with someone who's not completely sane, I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> right. You, you know, it's like, it only works if, you know, I'm talking to someone who knows what, I don't, I don't know. But not really. Long story short, I don't think so. I always win. And if I don't win, you won't hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, just as an aside, in I've only blocked one person on Twitter. You can say whatever you want about me and how dumb I am. I don't care. But the only person I ever blocked is we were getting into it a little bit. And, and then he started talking about the ovens at Auschwitz. And I'm like, okay, uh, right. we're, we're, I think, I think we're done here. Um, now right. pol- <laughs> politically. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's, you're just one of those people and yeah. I don't really want to keep talking to you. It's not even fun anymore. You know, it's yeah. like, okay. you, you've just taken any sort of fun out of it. And you can have right. a lot of fun as you do with the the anti-vaxxers. I saw the one the Rob Burlap, and you you, <laughs> you said I was hungry, and then I ate some food. It was crazy. I mean, it. Uh, I guess people they be offended when you're using their picture because everyone buys into it, right? Um, you mean when I use their picture, or, 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 as if tweeting? Well, it's like you know, before I got on Twitter, somebody somebody had a parody account of me, and I thought, why don't you pick somebody bigger uh, than me? But people saw my face on it, so they just assumed it was me. Oh damn, you've been a victim. Now, anytime I I um, screenshot a conversation I had with somebody when they're thinking I'm the, the company, I always 
take their pictures out of it and their last names just to oh, okay. protect protect them from being harassed. I never want to be like, oh, it all started here. That's where I started receiving death threats. <laughs> so I, yeah, I protect their little identities and shit. And the only time I don't is if it's a major, you know, a public figure like Jeff Bezos. But, you know, um, if you need me to go to go out there and handle some of your commenters, you know, just let me know. I can get on there with your blessing. <laughs> my own, I'll call my own Rick profile and I can just throw some people <laughs> for you. Yeah, be careful out there. I got Ben Palmer on my side now. I'll sick him on you. But <laughs> check out his stand-up comedy. Go to heliumcomedy.com. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, 8 o'clock tonight up there in PDX. I don't know what the X is for, but it is Portland, Oregon. And uh, as I mentioned, Ben Palmer, Palmer Trolls. Hey, man, thanks for coming on. If you're ever in San Francisco, come on by the studio. Oh, man, absolutely. And I'll definitely be back in San Francisco. And uh, thanks for having me on. It was a pleasure talking to you. All right, good stuff. Thank you for that. And coming up next, we will have Anya Zova in studio. Tell me who's watching Who's watching me? If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bones. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call you'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us? We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. 
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. You're so ugly, you could be a modern art masterpiece. I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. Now that hurts my feelings. Uh, Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. And on Twitch.tv, you can see the lovely and talented Anya Zova. She's here because tonight in town at the Punchline, she has a show at uh, 8 o'clock, and uh, Anya, first of all, welcome. And the thing that I love about comedy is that every ethnicity and gender and rich and poor, it doesn't matter. There's just something about if you're funny, we will find you. So how did you, was it I need to get on stage, or were people saying you need to get on stage? Hi, Rick. First of all, thank you for having me. My first time on radio, I feel amazing. Thank you for welcoming and Mm -hmm. making me feel at home. Um, No, actually... I wanted to be on stage, but I'm not the funny person in life. You know, sometimes you meet somebody and they're like quirky and they throw jokes here and there. I'm usually like very still and I have like my Russian resting beach face on <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> um, but I've been doing acting for a while and performing in sports. And my astrologist told me that according to my stars, the way they aligned, I need to do comedy on stage. And I face my fear. I always fear the mic and the spotlight. Mm-hmm. I love attention, but for some reason, Mike and the spotlight uh, was freaking me out. So I faced my fear and I fall in love with that. Right. We'll get into your martial arts. Very accomplished uh, kickboxer uh, as well as other disciplines. But being born in the Soviet Union, how old were you when the Berlin Wall came down and we started seeing the communism crumble? Uh, well, I was born in the year when USSR fell apart. So I don't rem- I, I don't have any memories of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my childhood, it was already Russia. So I was born in 1990. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I remember the tough years when people actually trying to survive and figure out life. So I was raised in chaos. 
Um, but at the same time, I'm very grateful for that chaos because it gave me stamina for life. And, mm -hmm. you know, when things go wrong, you kind of know that everything's going to be okay at the end. Mm -hmm. And your mother from Ukraine? Ukraine. Mm -hmm. I'm very suspicious of your knowledge of <laughs> Russian language. <laughs> okay, I work for the CIA. I just want to just get that out there. Right yes. Now, and that office looks like CIA, <coughs> the radio office. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it has a bunch of... <laughs> guys, once you walk in, there's like a six or ten like screens and it, it looks like, where is everybody? I know. Yeah. You're being scrutinized. So, um, Russian father, Ukrainian mother, and this is why your tour is called Make Laughs, Not War. Correct. And I think that's something, too, that um, in, in today's world, you think we would be smarter, but we're not. It, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's like, oh, I'm from Russia. And it's like, get out of Ukraine. And it's like, I'm not the one over there right now. I mean, it's just some people are just way too uh, sheltered, I think. Uh, correct. And... It's also, I feel like it's, I just have to do something when it started. And most of our families are mixed up. Like if you look at Russian families, I would say majority of us has Ukrainians and Russians and Kazakhstanian. And like, it's like we all mixed up. And mm -hmm. it just, I'm surprised that we in 2022 and it still happened. Like after pandemic, you would think like, okay, we kind of already passed the war and violence, but apparently we didn't. Uh, there is a lot of people with ego and a lot of people want to dominate the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to me, it's funny, as an American, I just it was, it's sort of like it would be like all of New England invading Connecticut. It's like, <laughs> I, I thought you guys were all culturally, you know. I mean, I've known Ukrainians, especially the ones that were west of the Carpathians that spoke Ukrainian. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, they, and I knew one woman, her father was sent to Gulag, you know, mm -hmm. so she didn't like Russia, you know, yeah. things like that. Um, but uh, for the, the, the cultural differences for that, not a ton of comedians have come out of there, which is fascinating to me that you were, were you always hilarious or did it come to you later? Uh, I believe it came to me later. Mm -hmm. I always like make fun of my father. If you look at my relationship with him, it's always like we laugh at tone. I make fun of him. He makes fun of me. And it's very sarcastic. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's like could be offensive, but it's not. It's like very hardcore humor. Mm -hmm. So it's always stayed in my family. But it, like humor on stage came to me later. I never tried to do human in Russian. Like I, I don't, I can, I don't think I can do stand up in Russian. I'm sure I could if I try, but it just, mm -hmm. I like to do it in English. So it came uh, to me later once I already moved to the states and was living here for a little bit. Then it came to me. So you came uh, to America as a kickboxer, getting into WWE and your fame rising. How did that all get off the ground? Uh, well, I came here to, my idea was to continue to do kickboxing or to switch to boxing or MMA because female boxing became Olympic sport. And it kind of was always a dream of mine because kickboxing, it still might make it to Olympic Games, but it, it's not yet. Mm -hmm. So once boxing became Olympic, female boxing, I'm like, oh, this is my chance. And then I was also thinking about MMA mostly for the money because you can make more money in MMA versus female even Olympic Sure. Boxing. So, but then I got recruited by WWE, and to be honest, like I knew a little bit of it. I obviously knew who the Rock is or Ric Flair, but I wasn't a big fan. But I knew what it is, and once they invited me for Trey out, I just fell in love with that. I was like, wow, this is so hard. It's harder than kickboxing because yes, it's choreographed, but all the moves are real. It's so hard on your body, and it's much more than just winning. It's about collaboration, and you work with your partner and there's a referee and there's an audience so it's much more complex so after my tryout, out i was like i hope they sign me because i love it 
um, and then yeah, and then I fall off with acting because they teach you acting, they teach you mm-hmm. stage presence, and right. all the aspects of it. So those aspects of being a ham, a showwoman, all those things that go into it. It's not just being a, a athletic. Did that come naturally to you? I th- I don't I think so. You I said mean, you like attention. I do. I do. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know to be all who in the entertainment business. Uh-huh. I do, and uh, I felt like it was fun. I never had any challenges like being on stage or performing. No stage fright. No, I had stage fright of a mic. For some reason, mic freaked me out. Like anytime if they would give me a mic on, on in the ring and you have to like yell at your opponent, mm-hmm. that was hard for me because in Russia, like you would never yell at your opponent like for boxing. Like if you compete, you always show respect for your opponent. You never yell at them and you never challenge them <laughs> verbally. So that for me was challenging. Right. And that I must break you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I will eat uh, you alive. Uh, right now. Um, and I can we talk about that uh, uh, Bogomazova? Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, uh, born Anna Bogomazova. Mm-hmm. And who was the person who said that's too long? <laughs> How do you know that there is actually a person who said there that? There had to be somebody. Like You either have to be Bogo or you have to be <laughs> Zova, right? Uh, very good question and very right on point. Um, I started working with Barry Katz. He's a legendary producer, uh, manager. He developed basically, well, he found Dave Chappelle and a bunch of other people. You can Google him. And I started working with him and he's like, I hate to say it, but your last name is very long. Um, if I would represent Arnold Schwarzenegger at some point of his life, I would tell him also to shorten it. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you if you want to keep it or you want to shorten it. And I was brainstorming with my friend and I'm like, she offered Zoba. I'm like, I like it. It's short. It's right on point. Because mm-hmm. Anya, Anna and Anya, it's the same name in Russian. So sure. I've always been Anya. So I didn't have mm-hmm. to change it. I mean, legally I'm Anna, but on, all my friends called me Anya all my life. So mm-hmm. I just shortened it. And that's how it came together. Yeah, for me, I was Rick Titelopoulos. And they said... Is it Greek? No, I'm just kidding. That, that is <laughs> Greek, though. <laughs> no, very well. Um, so... The just real quick before we go to the break, we'll come back for another segment. What is the worst damage that you have inflicted on someone in the ring? And then conversely, the worst that you've been hurt in the ring? Uh, the worst, I would guess I did damage somebody. Oh, I broke somebody's nose, but it was actually an accident mm. in during the training um, mm. in the ring. It was a sparring, not even competition. I'm sure it was a couple of concussions too. But me, like, I've been damaged. In kickboxing, I was lucky enough. Like, I had a very good coach who teach me how to protect myself very well. So I had maybe one or two concussion. But the most serious injury happened in WWE. I broke my arm. I had two surgeries. Oof. I had a blade in my arms. They removed the blade. Um, but, yeah, it's all life. That so, happened uh, live in front of the crowd? It was in a training. Oh, in training. training. Oh, well, life will be brutal. <laughs> <laughs> was it... Uh, I mean, was it compound? Was it sticking out of the skin, or was it? It almost. It was like broken into uh, places. It was gross. It didn't. It didn't stick out. Things got. I would faint. Was it just did someone grab you the wrong way, or did they slam you? Or? No, actually, I did it kind of to myself or to the rings. There's a move uh, when you so there's four corners and you run to one of the corners. You grab the bottom ropes and you jump and you pull your legs over the ring. Oh my god! So it looks very beautiful because I'm tall. It looks cool, so I love that move. And one day I did this move and I never fall before and one rope were loose. So usually they, they fix the ropes before the training, but that they, mm. I guess I didn't check. So, mm. yeah. But I'm like, I'm alive because I could have just fallen my head, but somehow my body managed to jump back on my feet, even with a broken arm. So I don't know how my body honestly managed it. I wow. feel very grateful and lucky that everything's fine. Well, I always like it when someone goes into the ropes and they become a prisoner of inertia. 
They just keep going back and yeah. forth <laughs> and back and forth. You ever try that move just for fun? Oh, it's, yeah. It's yeah. one of my favorite moves. Yeah. But the turnbuckles, that's like hitting cement, right? It's hard on your body. Once you, know. you hit, it's, you think it stopped hurting, but it hurts all the time. <laughs> All right, uh, in studio, if you'd like to uh, call up uh, around the country, 1-800-878-PLAY. We'll have another uh, segment with Anya Zova touring with Make Laughs, Not War. And if you're in town here in San Francisco, it's the big club down on Columbus Street, Cobb's Comedy Club. Uh, She'll be there at uh, 8 o'clock tonight. So we'll take a quick break. We'll come on back. One more segment with Anya Bogomazova. secret to putting extra money back in your pocket then switch your car insurance and now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals we have great deals with most of the major top rated insurance companies we are your superstore for car insurance we've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. 800-298-9093. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. Do you have no credit or bad credit? Well, now it's no problem with YourCreditPulse.com. Our experts have the comprehensive knowledge to help you aggressively navigate and remove any irregularities from your credit report. Call 559-761-9421 for the solution you've been looking for, from buying a house or a car or securing your next personal or small business loan. All you have to do to get started with a confidential and free consultation is call 559-761-9421 or go to our website at yourcreditpulse.com now. That's yourcreditpulse.com. Und jetzt das Platznehmen der Amerikaner. Anigelnobelnei, hopfer kim, hopfer kim, hopfer kim, anigelnobelnei, hopfer kim, this is my Christmas Freude. 
drink in that haterade and bow down to Ricky T, y'all. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. We're here with the lovely and talented Anya Zolva, touring with the Make Laughs Not War comedy tour, Cobb's Comedy Club tonight here in San Francisco. It'll start at 8 p.m. Anya, thanks for spending another segment with us. And I know at one point you were thinking about uh, tennis, and I had on the show Anya Kornikova at one point many years ago. She was delightful. Very, very nice person. I'm thinking about your height. Were you thinking about being the next Maria Sharapova and like going to Boletary in Florida and sort of dedicating your life to that? Uh, actually, did, not me. My mom thought of it. And when I was 11, first of all, that's super cool that Anna was here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was 11, my mom, after, I was doing gymnastics for way too long since I was like five until 11, but mm-hmm. I was too tall. And the coach told them that, hey, she's not going to make it. Like her genetics are just not, not for gymnastics. Mm-hmm. And my mom brought me to tennis and... The coach got very excited. She's like, oh, my gosh, she's tall. She's athletic. But it was kind of already too late. You need to start playing tennis earlier. Like wow. Like, 11 is, was too late. That was too late at 11? Yeah, you have to start, well, like, at 5 or 6. Wow. I think 7 is the latest. And But for some reason, I was so lazy. The fact that I have to run to reach the ball made me, I don't know. what. And I, I'm a pretty quick mm. runner. But for some reason, the fact that I have to chase the ball, mm. I'm like, between you and me, I love tennis. I have a lot of respect. I think it's a very hard sport, but I felt like a dog chasing the, the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and I was very, very lazy. And at some point, my coach gave up on me. I gave up on myself. And uh, yeah, it didn't happen. Interesting take. And then what about being a lawyer? Well, that was... Um, in Russia, you kind of... First of all, we all have like master degrees. Like it's a must. In Russia, education is a must. And it's mostly free. And yes, I... I have the sense in me, like for justice, if something is unfair, I always feel like sensitive about it. And I try to help people. And I thought that law school might be a good idea. And it was. It was fun. It was hard to be in a national team at the same time in school. I was always studying hard. I missed most of my classes, but I always had my books with me. So I was catching up with classes. And sometimes teachers in school never saw my face. They just saw my face first time in the exam. And they're like, mm. who are you? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I was at the competition. I was on the road. I just got back. And uh, mm-hmm. But at some reason, I've... It gave me understanding of the how the system works, how the government works. And I even worked in a court for one month after I graduated. And I saw how unfair it is and how corrupt the system is. And I'm like, I can't. I'm too sensitive. I, and then I moved to the States after mm. that. I'm like, I just... Right. <clears throat> I have a friend. She was um, went to medical school in the Ukraine. And her first day uh, as a doctor, she was hired as a hospital and she was very excited. She was going to, you know, her mm-hmm. dream to be a doctor. And she went to the hospital and in the morning, like all the doctors and all the nurses would open a drawer and have vodka mm-hmm. and they would offer her and she would say, we're at work. We can't get drunk. And then they said, you're going to tell the boss that we're drinking. She says, I'm not going to tell, but I'm not going to drink. And they, they made her life so hard that she quit after a week. Oh, wow. So... Uh, did you see a lot of vodka going vodka, around? <laughs> not that, well, in court, people do drink. Actually, um, they, it's always it's normal for a judge to receive gifts and uh, mm-hmm. vodka and cognac, and it's always gifts and gifts. Uh, so, uh, mm-hmm. But they didn't, don't drink before the uh, hearing, but after every evening. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, that's we, okay after, yeah. After, but we had one prosecutor. He would come up to every hearing. Prosecutor, he's a government worker, drunk. Mm. And the judge was kind of his friend, so she was covering up for him. Mm. And it made me so mad. I'm like, how you can have a, a prosecutor, it's a criminal case, 
drunk. He couldn't even talk. Like he was like he was mumbling things. Uh, mm. He got fired eventually. Mm. Uh, His name was Vasily Petrovich. <laughs> I'm very no. suspicious of your record. This is something going on here. <laughs> no. So yeah, it, it, it people drink in Russia. But you thought about. When, when did you sort of switch away from that? Just the corruption made you sick? Uh, it made me think, I always knew it's corrupted, but it's one thing you know about it, and another thing when you work in mm. the system. And like, it, you know, when you're young and ambitious, I'm like, I feel like, oh, I can change the system. I can, I can change. I can make a change. I can make a difference. But once you're inside the system, you understand that you're like a tiny, tiny mm. germ, and there is nothing you can do. So, <laughs> Tiny germ? <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then acting, you know, you were on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you were on the um, the new MacGyver. Mm-hmm. How's that gone? How did that all start? It's, well, I some growing up, like I was modeling a little bit, so I always wanted to be on stage somehow. I wanted to be mm-hmm. uh, acting. In, but in Russia, it's harder. Like, uh, to be an actor, you have to get the master degree in, in the theater. So it's so it mm-hmm. will be a completely different lifestyle for me. Mm-hmm. So, But once I moved to the States, I realized that here, oh, you just can audition or get like a little bit of training. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You don't have to spend six years in school. Or you can go on TikTok and they just hand it to you. Nowadays, yes. <laughs> That's it. Um, you become funny on TikTok. Uh-huh. Exactly. And after WWE, I have fallen in love with acting. We had an amazing acting coach, um, Dusty Rhodes, wrestler. He was our acting coach, and I loved him. And he was inappropriate in many ways the way he spoke, but I loved his how sincere he is. Mm-hmm. And after WWE, I continued doing acting, and my agent got me Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I auditioned for it. It was funny. I was playing Russian girl Anna, and it was like so easy, you know. <laughs> uh, how could you research that role? <laughs> yeah, and I got on the. I remember director and producer came up to me and said, "He's like, are you Anna?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "This is perfect." <laughs> like you didn't need to play anything. I'm like, "Yep." Yeah. Oh, it is. And my guy was fun, too. Mm-hmm. Both, like, TV series, it's, like, literally like a family. They've been working together for a couple of years. Uh-huh. Well, Brooklyn and I was eight years, so it's wow. like a family environment, yeah. Um, and your agent, are you getting more calls, more work? Well, it. I booked those roles right before pandemic, and mm. I thought, that's it. I'm going to be working now every single day. <laughs> I made my mark. Big star. <laughs> Big star. And then pandemic hit. I'm like, oops, it's not happening. Right. Um, I mean, I audition a lot, but stand-up now took over my life, I would say, 99%. Um, I still audition, obviously, but, yeah, you have to delegate the time and see where I fit in. Well, of all these, like, many lives that you have lived it's fascinating i think and no offense to kickboxing and taekwondo i think the hardest thing to do is to be a successful stand-up comedian and you think make a bunch of strangers who don't know you laugh and that can be terrifying for a lot of people most people don't make it so what was that progression like for you did you start off in teeny little clubs and then i mean now you're headlining cobs in san francisco Mm -hmm. it's very impressive Thank you. I agree with you. I didn't realize it until I started that it's so hard. You know, I said, oh, what is it? Just make a couple of jokes. It's easy. I started doing what every comedian does, a bunch of open mics at the loud bar mm-hmm. so people don't even listen to you. They didn't even know there's a comedy going on there. Right. And you get up two, seven times, sometimes seven times a night, a different, like you hustle. It's the work. You become your own manager, your, your own mental coach, a writer. You have to create yourself basically on stage from scratch and yes you sometimes bomb but once you take the audience as your like writing partners like 
they're there for you. Like Interesting. If, yeah, like you have to understand. If they laugh, it means you did a good job. Or if they don't laugh, okay, there's something to work on. Um, but yeah, you have to get up as many times as you can, open mics, bars, and then once you create like material, you have to have material, right? Mm-hmm. So first you have three minutes and five and 15. Right. And now you got to have what, 45 to an hour now? No, right? I have only 40 minutes. This, okay. uh, yeah. With crowd work, maybe 45, but okay. yeah, I can do clean 40. Okay. How's your crowd work? It it depends. <laughs> no, I love crowd work. No one's going to Will Smith you. You kick him right in the face. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, I wish it would kind of happen to me. <laughs> um, I love crowd work. And I feel like interaction with the audience is very important. But there's also balance. You don't want to make them feel like they can talk to you at any time of the of your show. Right. So it's like a balance. You can ask a few questions. But like, okay, this is my time again. So, But I love crowd work. It's mm-hmm. fun. So how long would it take you to get those 40 minutes? It would take like a full year. Or more. It took for me almost four years. Wow. Yeah. It takes a long time. Well, and the other thing is, too, is that, you know, until, geez, recently, and still some people say, oh, women aren't funny. The rise of the female comedian in the last 10 years has been so great. And I've had so many female comedians come through here who have risen to bigger things now. Uh, like they sell like Eliza Schlesinger and Nikki Glaser, Rachel Feinstein. They've all risen up. Jessie Mae Peluso. They're all doing really, really well now. Um so you had that against you if someone thought that. And then, of course, being foreigner as well. I mean, you really take on all comers, don't you? Nothing intimidates you. <laughs> but we still get intimidated. I feel like if you don't get a little bit nervous before you get on stage, you're mm. doing something wrong. Some butterflies. Yeah, you have to have butterflies. That's why we do it. It's an ecstasy. It's a drug. It's an addiction. Mm-hmm. But in general, why, female, why is there less female comics? I feel like generationally we were told that women don't need to be funny. Mm-hmm. It's a man weapon. A man is strong and funny, and this is how they win women with humor, right? Mm-hmm. So for us, it's like we're not taught to be funny, or that it's even appropriate to be funny. Like women, we don't want to be funny with, with a guy, right? We want mm-hmm. a guy to be funny. So I think that's why a lot of women um, struggle with it, and it takes time to overcome that. I would say barrier, like a blockage. That it's mm-hmm. okay to be funny for a woman. When you were growing up, and it, tell me if it is still the same it, for uh, pictures when you were a kid. Did you have to not smile? Oh, not smile. Zero. Is yeah. it, was it the same here in America? No, no, no. In America, Good. we always smile. smile. In Russia? Yeah. yeah. Here, yeah. I remember I came to do my first picture for, I think it was for application for green card, and photographer told me to smile. I'm like, what? Yeah. In Russia, never. They like, think you're crazy if you smile. Huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. You cannot even smile on streets. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my friend from the Ukraine said that one thing that she, she said the reason she stayed here is because she went to a Target. And she's like, okay, I'm staying in America. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good story. I know. Literally, it was Target. But she said that she hates the the fakeness of people saying, have a nice day. And I say, it's just a pleasantry. She's like, they don't really... I said, well, they're not going to follow you around all day going, are you having a nice day? Are you having... (laughs) It's just a pleasantry instead of saying, transaction over, get out. Yeah. Now, did you... Were you kind of... Did that kind of uh, put you aside? And people in sounds like, hey, have a great day. At the beginning, yes, maybe it's like throws you off. I'm like, are they really sincere? Do they mean it? But in fact, I don't think it really matters if they mean it or not, because once you put those nice words in the universe, it just right. lights up the room, you right. know? And it's just when you put nice words out there, something good happens. So, right. yes. Especially in California, right? Yeah, anywhere but California. Yes. <laughs> so now, where you are in Russia, do you have? can people tell from your regional accent where you are from? And other places, like maybe from St. Petersburg or in Siberia? Yeah, people, Russian people, I think I lost it, but in my city in Voronezh, we have this small G 
like we have this sort it's more closer to Ukrainian mm-hmm. so like if I speak in Russian uh, people would understand that I'm from Voronezh probably like uh-huh. other Russian people it's more of a g- like Gozvedan g- g- yeah yes it's kind <laughs> of like it's people even make fun of it it's like a village accent you know <laughs> people in Moscow are very like you know stuck up and they're like oh uh-huh. you know like if you move to Moscow you have to clean yourself like clean your voice oh uh, yeah. I see well, everybody, make sure to check out Anya Zova, the tour, Make Laughs, Not War. She's going to be here at Comps Comedy Club tonight at 8 o'clock. You're a fascinating person. You're so friendly. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, Rick. It's been a true pleasure. You're wonderful. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. I'm Byline. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. 
Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on credit worthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Hadel is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. I know, for real. All right, uh, before we go, a little news from our friend George Kittle. No relation. That used to bug a guy I used to work with all the time. Whenever I had George Kittle on the show and I said no relation, no one ever laughed. Anyway, um, you know that we have the new CBA last year that made it an 18-week regular season with 17 games and one bye. Well, in the most recent episode of Kevin Hart's Cold as Balls show, I'm sorry, I've never heard of it until now, George Kittle was on and he says there should be an extra bye week. He said there's a huge physical toll And, like, 17 games is a lot. It's a lot of games. With one bye, whether it's week four or the bye is week 11, I'm advocating for two byes. The physical toll you feel it week in and week out. So then Kevin Hart discussed how much money NFL players put into their bodies when it comes to their maintenance and upkeep. He said, uh, what's the ballpark? And Kittle said, a couple hundred thousand. couple hundred. I think the teams put a lot of money into that, too. But, yeah, adding another bye week could save NFL players some dollars and cents when it comes to their bodies, or could they? Would they train less or any differently? Could there be some positive ramifications for the league that players will be more fresh? I can just tell you that I think, speaking of communism that in the Communist Manifesto, there was something in there, I'm pretty positive, about the bye week. I believe it was something originally drawn up by Vladimir Lenin, and also Karl Marx. I think Hegel, if you want to talk about uh, Leon Trotsky, something was in there about the bye. Whenever there is a bye, I say bye to football. Because I only care about one team. I don't give a rat's behind about the other 31 teams. It's the Packers and the Falcons tonight on Monday night. Make sure to see the Patriots and the 49ers tonight on Sunday night. Don't care. So I already hate the bye. Two byes is too much. That's my opinion. What's yours? All right. We'll, we'll do another show at 9 a.m. Manana. We'll see you next time.
on Sports Byline. Brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.